It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans, and welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast wherever you find your podcast. And also make sure you subscribe on YouTube. This is the first episode on YouTube for the Locked On Wizards uh, channel and podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at EDT Triple O F L A Double T. Media Day is on Monday. Training camp starts on Tuesday. Basketball is finally back. October 5th is the first preseason game as well. And the first uh, actual regular season game is coming up pretty soon as well. I cannot wait for some actual basketball to happen, but um, we had a we had a we had a lot of news. Uh, we kind of had a news dump over the weekend, if you will. Um, and unfortunately for us Washington football team fans, uh, we took a big L. But let's focus on Wizards basketball here. Um, Rui will not be available. He is out indefinitely uh, for personal reasons. So prayers up to him. We wish the best for him and his family. Um, unfortunately, he just he has been out um, for the you know he missed the beginning of the year last year because of conjunctivitis. Uh, he also uh, missed some time with with a groin injury. I wrote down some stuff some time where he has unfortunately had to miss time. Um, but like I said, he had he had conjunctivitis and uh, he missed with a groin injury. And then he also had COVID nineteen last year. He missed games due to the team protocol. Um, and that and groin injury, like I said, he missed a lot of time. I remember his rookie season with that inadvertent. Somebody kicked him in his groin and missed a lot of games for that. Uh, like I said, he, he missed a good amount of time, but I, I really wish the best for him and uh, prayers up to him. I uh, hope he can return sooner than later. You know, I'm, we're, we're expecting big things. I'm expecting th- big things from Rui this year in this third year. I, th- I love the way he played in the playoffs, that 20-point game where he hit the three and he did the – celebration and um you know he had a nice dunk on tobias harris in the playoffs the dunk on anthony davis 
Uh, he had a good stretch in March where he helped us, you know, finish the season 17 and six, finish strong. Uh, that mid range games, the mid range assassin, he shot better from the three point line in the playoffs. I just see growth from him um, towards the end of the year. I saw, I saw a lot of growth, you know, him being all rookie second team. He had a good rookie season, 13 points a game, five boards, did again, 13 points a game again, over five, five boards or more, averaging um, 13 and five. Uh, I really see, I really feel like he can average 16 and eight, 17 and eight. We're looking for him to, to, to reach that elite, to have a leap, I have a breakout year. Kind of had a breakout year a little bit last year, not really. Um, but I'm looking for him to have a breakout year in this third year. Him, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Bradley Bill could potentially be a strong three, not a big three, but a strong three. And, you know, him playing this alongside Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Bill, Dinwiddie, and Daniel Gafford. I think that's a strong start of five. And Rui, Rui is a building block. He's a building piece of this team. You know, Tommy Shepard and the Wizards have marketed him very well, being the first um, Japanese NBA player. And him playing in Japan in the Olympics, Wes Edsel has given him given him praise about that. Tommy Shepard has given him praise about being a leader and the best player on the Japan Japan team overseas. I mean, in the Olympics, being that number one option. We're looking for Rui to be more aggressive. Just be more aggressive. That's what I want him to be. I think he's super, super talented. He has the physical tools, the athleticism. A lot of people compare his game to Kawhi Leonard. Of course, he's, he's not as good as Kawhi Leonard. Nobody's saying that. But you just see the way he plays that mid-range game, that post-up. Um, where he can just have that 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 mentality, you know, if he can just have that mentality acquired, just that killer instinct and that aggressiveness, I think the sky is the limit for Rui, and he really could be that piece that the Wizards are waiting for. You know, him being that ninth pick in the draft, I thought it was a good pick out of Gonzaga. I thought it was a good pick, but um, in other news, um, like I said, media day is coming up. Let me tell you guys the media availability for tomorrow. So this is uh, from Quint Mayo. He tweeted this. He said. Uh, Bradley Bill's availability is at two o'clock. So, of course, you know, the all NBA player, the 11th best player on sports on ESPN and 15th best player in the NBA uh, ranked on uh, ESPN or uh, I'm sorry, Sports Illustrated ranked him 15th um, out of all the players in the NBA. Made all NBA this past year uh, was an all star starter. Sky's the limit for Bradley Bill as well. Second in scoring. So I can say all the accolades for Bradley Bill. Uh, his his uh, media availability starts at two o'clock. Spencer Dinwiddie is at two twenty. KCP is at two thirty five. Kyle Kuzma is at two fifty. Very animated player, um, you know, from the Lakers. So I know a lot of people are gonna want to hear from Kyle Kuzma what he has to say. He's there's never a dull moment with Kyle Kuzma. So uh, his 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 uh, presser should be pretty interesting. And select Wizards players at three p.m. He says players and timing are subject to change. Turn post notifications on. Uh, for his Twitter page for all your updates on uh, Washington Wizards media availability. Spencer Dinwiddie is an interesting guy. All these guys are are definitely interesting guys. Never dull moment with these guys. But Spencer Dinwiddie, I know he's going to be interesting. I know you know he's going to talk about Bitcoin and crypto and stuff like that. And of course, we want him to focus on basketball. But um, you know his one million dollar or his one dollar bonus for winning a championship. So um, there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff uh, from Spencer Dinwiddie. But in this episode, what I really want to get to. Just had to touch on Rui and just some updates, media updates and stuff that's going on, uh, preseason basketball training camp and stuff like that. And we are back to five days a week. So uh, stay tuned for that. Make sure you hit the notification bell on YouTube as well. When you subscribe for all Wizards updates, five days a week, you will be getting a Washington Wizards YouTube video. And five days a week, you will be getting a Washington Wizards podcast on wherever you can get a podcast. But I do want to talk about um, what Ava Wallace, a uh, beat reporter for the Washington Wizards, had to say about the center position. And then we're going to read um, some quotes from Wes Unsell Jr. He had his press conference on Friday. Tommy Shepard had his on Thursday. I reacted to some of his 
uh, quotes that I thought stood out. And then I'm, I'm going to react today to uh, Wes Unsell Jr. to some of his quotes. Now, there was, I'm supposed to do, um, I have a mailbag episode planned, but I'm trying to fit it in because this week I want to do training camp battles for the Washington Wizards. That will probably be the next episode and just reacting to day one of training camp and news and notes of media day, of course. And then uh, I do want to get to that mailbag episode before we get to the preseason game next week on uh, October 5th. Uh, so can't wait for that. So um, before we do get into some of the center position talk and the report from Abel Wallace, the B reporter for Washington Post, uh, this episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Um, in 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won or lost based on whose player players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. And Game Pick owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more scheduled games to play in that week are over. And Game Picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. Whether you prefer a redraft, keeper, or dynasty game picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code if you play fantasy football. If you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Sleeper's one-of-a-kind game pick is the most strategic fantasy basketball experience in the industry. Link, check out Sleeper to get an advantage on fantasy basketball. This episode is also brought to you by DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. It's called DirecTV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. A compatible device required content varies by package. All right, and then I do want to talk about Denny Denny Avdia's role. So that's the big thing from Wes Unsell Jr. But uh, let me pull up the article. Uh, This is is a quick article from um, Ava Wallace talking about um, that center position. So, um, of course, as you guys know, you know, um, Thomas Bryant is not going to be back until December, late December or early January. So I'm going to read the um, the excerpt here. Um, she says, but Lennon Lopez are gone, leaving Unsell with new arrival Montrose Harrell from the Lakers and slightly less new arrival Daniel Gafford, who joined the Wizards from the Chicago Bulls at the trade deadline and made an immediate impact with his energy, athleticism and ability to slam lobs. Shepard told the Washington Post in an interview this past week that the Wizards would like to add a third center to shore up the spot with Thomas Bryant not expected back until the wintertime, which is, like I said, late December, early January. But for now, Daniel Gafford is Washington's starter. Um, So basically, she's saying that the Wizards will be looking to add another center um, right now for training camp. So uh, try to look up some guys that are available. There's not many guys available at all at this center position, to be honest with you. I mean, it is what September and um, free agency was what in July, late July or early August. So it's been about three months, uh, two months. So, and the free agency went by so quick, you know, guys that were available, all the good players, of course, they get picked up super quick, super quick, you know? Um, so right now, 
the uh, I'll name some centers here real quick that are available. Aaron Baines, uh, he was on the Toronto Raptors last year. Ed Davis, who went to North Carolina, he was on the Minnesota Timberwolves last year. Of course, Bismack Biombo, who got slammed on by Russell Westbrook. That's the play that I remember from him. Uh, he was he had a fat contract. He had a big contract after him playing with the Raptors. Didn't really live up to the hype, didn't live up to the contract, but he's a good defensive big. He's a good rebounder. I guess, you know, if for our third option, wouldn't be bad. Depends on what he would, you know, what he's asking for uh, money-wise, uh, financially, probably a minimum contract. Mark Gasol is a free agent now. I want to say he was bought out from the Memphis Grizzlies after he was traded from the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Lakers. But I would pass. He's 36 years old, and Marcus Hall is definitely past his prime from watching him. Uh, Ed Davis is 32 years old. Aaron Baines is 34 years old. Bismack Biombo is 29 years old, so he's still primarily young. Uh, Luke Cornette, who was on the Boston Celtics. Isaiah Hartenstein, who was on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I wouldn't mind him. He's 23 years old. He was actually tied to the Wizards. There was a report from Chase Hughes, who was on the show last week. Make sure you guys check out that podcast. Chase Hughes said that Isaiah Hardenstein was um, that the Wizards were interested in signing him when before free agency started that they were going to target him. And he also said um, Chase Hughes also said the Wizards were going to target Svi um, Mahaluk. I'm, I'm probably butchering his last name. Uh, he was a shooter on the Lakers. He was a shooter on the Pistons as well. He went to Kansas. If you guys remember Svi. Um, so just bring him up. Isaiah Hardenstein was linked to the Washington Wizards. He's about seven feet tall. Um, pretty good finisher around the rim, finesse big. I remember he played against us. He he he, he dropped a couple buckets. He almost got into a fight with Russell Westbrook. He kind of he almost he basically closed line Russell Westbrook uh, when we played the Cavaliers. But Isaiah Hardenstein as a third big, you know, last year Robin Lopez who was our third big. Daniel Gafford was kind of our third big, or no, Robin Lopez was our third big come off the bench because. It was Alex Lynn would start, then Gaffer would come in, and then Robert Lopez would come in. So we had a good rotation of three centers. Isaiah Hardenstein as a third big wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad at all. You know, he can catch a lobby and run the floor, finish around the rim. That's all we really need from the third string guy before Thomas Bryant gets back. Uh, Demarcus Cousins, Boogie Cousins, a Wizards fan favorite. I know Wizards fans wanted to sign Demarcus Cousins for years and years and years. Whenever, you know, when John Wall was here, I know we wanted uh, Wizards fans wanted to trade for Boogie Cousins. And then when Boogie Cousins was a free agent for the past three years, everybody was like, let's get Boogie Cousins. Let's get Boogie Cousins. Let's get DeMarcus Cousins. You know, and it just never went that way. I really thought Tommy Shepard at one point was going to sign DeMarcus Cousins, but it never worked out that way. And unfortunately, DeMarcus Cousins, you know, having an Achilles injury, an ACL injury, so many injuries. It's just unfortunate. Um you know, what's happening to Marcus because I hope he can find a place in the NBA and not overseas. But if it is overseas, you know, no disrespect to overseas, you know, he could play, you know, a lot of people make jokes about the Shanghai Sharks and the um, Jung Dong Tigers, you know, and, you know, like on, on uh, inside the NBA, Ni Hao, Ni Hao. But um, DeMarcus Cousins, man, 31 years old, I highly doubt the Wizards go after him because, you know, Wes Unsell, he's trying to preach about defense and DeMarcus Cousins, he, he struggles on the defensive end, but he played well in the playoffs with the, with the Clippers. He really did. He had some good games. He really did. And we already know DeMarcus Cousins is a perennial all-star, not anymore, but he can still come in and get a bucket and score in, in, in the post and he can shoot the three. And he played pretty well for the Rockets at times with John Wall. At, at times he did. Um, Jordan Bell, former Washington Wizards, Washington Wizards legend, played with the Warriors as well um pretty athletic he's about he's he's undersized that's the thing about jordan bell but he is a uh he is an unrestricted free agent Devonte cook Devonte cook uh johnny hamilton is a free agent as well 
and then uh, Amina Brima. This is on spot track, just notable free agents at the center position. Also, um, the guy AP, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's, it's anxious. Um, I got to look up his name. But AP, I know you guys remember AP. He was about seven feet. You know, he played for the Wizards. He was a center, and uh, he was coming off the bench for us when we were just decimated at center position. So the pickings are very, very slim at that center center spot, very slim. But those are the options out there, that center position. So personally, if they feel the need to go ahead and sign a center just for a camp body or something like that, I have no problems with it. I, you know, we have Thomas Bryant, we have, you know, Daniel Gafford and Marshall's Harold. So I understand why they would be looking for another center. You know, some people are like, oh, why, why do we need another center? But I, I get it. You know, before, you know, December, January, we got to wait on Thomas Bryant. You know, you could give somebody, you know, you can give Daniel Gafford a little break here and there. But honestly, I think Daniel Gafford needs all the minutes they can get. Montrose Harrell, you know, he wants all the minutes that they that they, they can split minutes, you know, out of, out of a 48-minute ball game. Both can get 24 minutes. Really think Gafford needs 30 minutes. If he can stay in shape and have that stamina and stay out of foul trouble, I think Daniel Gafford needs 30 minutes. Montrose Harrell is definitely deserving of at least 20 minutes because, you know, his the way he can score off the bench. There's going to be some nights where Montrose Harrell might probably score 25, maybe, maybe even have a 30-point game. You know, he can easily score 20 off the bench. That's just what he does, six man of the year. So that will be interesting. But let's get to Tommy Shepard. I mean, I'm sorry about that. Let's get to uh, Wes Unsell Jr. And let's get to his presser real quick. But before we do that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. My favorite cookie is the cookies and cream cookie flavor. That's my favorite flavor. Coconut. They got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. Also got strawberry and orange and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors not only are built bar flavors the best tasting but they're healthy too check out the macro 17 to 18 grams of protein calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs amazing flavors all tasty all healthy order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry whatever you like Built bar is the official protein bar of the u.s track and field team go to build.com and use promo code lock 15 you'll get 15 percent off your order use promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com no matter what moves you made last year TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right, so let's get to some quotes here. I'm going to read some quotes and just sound off, just read and react. From what Wes Unsell said. So the one that stood out to me was the one about Denny. Um, I really liked what he said about Denny. Uh, he just said that Denny's role, he, he likes how how strong he is, how he's worked in the offseason. Um, just talked about seeing Denny as a uh, primary ball handler, as a secondary ball handler. And uh, that's what that's what we want to see. You know, last year he was used as a spot-up 3-and-D guy. That's just not what he is. Shot 31% from the three-point line. Uh, shot about 41% from the field. 
Um, didn't have the ball in his hands a lot. Was asked to, um, you know, sit in the corner, wait for Russell Westbrook to make a move and create a shot for him. Wait for Bradley Bill to make a move and create a shot for him. That's just not where he's at his best. He's at his best when he can get the rebound. I told him about this numerous times. You look at that. Pre- I know it's preseason, but you look at the preseason game against the Nets where he was getting rebounds. Even the Sixers game, the first game of the year, the Sixers game where he was battling for rebounds with Joel Embiid. You know, when he gets the ball off the rim and he gets to bring the ball down, a lot of people compare to Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom was able to do that. You know, you remember the famous play from Lamar Odom where he does the behind the back and he does a dish to Pau Gasol and he just dunks it. So um, that's, the way I, that's the way I feel about Denny. He, he needs to get the football. I mean, he needs to get the basketball off the rim and just bring it up court. Don't pass the ball until you until you feel ready to give up the ball. You know, we don't need him sitting in the corner. You know, you look at some numbers when he actually wasn't playing Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook was out for six games. And I'm gonna show you some numbers and how how um how Denny how Denny fared while Russell Westbrook was sitting out in six games. And when Bradley Bill sat out as well, you know, he played really, really well. So in six games without Russell Westbrook, Denny shot Denny uh shot he made ten. Ten and a half. He averaged ten and a half points per game while Russell Westbrook was out. Six point seven rebounds per games per game, and two assists per game. And his shooting percentage went up from forty one percent to forty three percent from the field and forty one percent from the three point line. His plus or minus was plus fifty, while you know Russell Westbrook was out for six games. So no knock on Russ, but it's it's different. It's different playing with Russell Westbrook. It really is. You know his Denny's usage rate was in the eleventh percentile. Denny was barely used with the basketball. Like I said. He was a spot-up guy in a corner. Just sit there, shoot shoot a three. If you're not shooting a three, cut to the basket, try to dive and, and make a layup or, or, or make a dunk or something. And that's really it. That's not his game. His game is getting the ball in his hands. And I think he has the opportunity coming off the bench, you know, playing with Montrezl Harrell, playing with Aaron Holiday or Raul Neto or Raul Neto, Davies Bertans, you know, kicking it out so they can knock down threes or doing a pick-and-roll pick with Montrezl Harrell, doing a pick-and-roll with Daniel Gafford. Um, kicking it out to KCP. So I really think it's going to help Denny's game a lot. And uh, that's 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 a big reason why Wes Unsell got the job, because he said he had different ways to employ Denny, to develop Rui, you know, to get Bradley Bill in different situations so they can score the basketball easier, ball movement, so they can move the ball better and get guys involved. So um, very encouraging to hear that from Wes Unsell's pressure. And then Earlier in this year, too, I'm going to read another quote from Wes Unsell. He said, I'm extremely happy in getting the opportunity to coach a guy like that. Talking about Denny, Denny's potential. He says, I think Denny's got a lot of potential. I'm extremely happy in getting the opportunity to coach a guy like that. I think there's a lot of versatility there, obviously, but I think he's got a lot of physical tools. Obviously, struggled a little bit with the shooting. I think he's a shooter. He's going to make shots. It will come back to the average, to his shooting average. So Denny's, Denny's shooting average, it wasn't great. You know, he, he's not much of a shooter. That's just not his strength. But I like his form. The thing is, he has really good shooting form. You look at a shot and you're like, I'm like, why is he missing so much? Because he has such good form. But it's just not his strength. You know, he's going to get better with reps, getting used to the NBA three-point line. I think he'll improve just like once Wes Unseld uh, Jr. believes that he can improve as well. So I'm excited to see how Denny can improve under uh, Wes Unseld Jr. So. Uh, let's talk about his quote about Bradley Bill. Um, so this was interesting from Wes Unsell Jr. He says, Bradley Bill is multifaceted. He's one of the most dynamic offensive players in the game. I think that's what's lost in his what's, I think what's lost in his defensive acumen. He has the ability to do it. I think sometimes the burden for him offensively was so high in past seasons that it took a little bit out of him. 
But to have the depth and the flexibility that we have, I think it gives him an opportunity to take possessions off on the offensive end. Maybe that gives him the legs and the energy to do it on the defensive end as well. You hope also that depth will maybe reduce some of his minutes and his workload so now he can be fresher at the end of games and be fresher going into March and April when you're making your playoff push. Um, so that's huge, you know, and, you know, I, I want to see Bradley Bill lock in defensively. You talk about the Team USA in the Olympics before, you know, the COVID thing happened with Bradley Bill, but he was supposed to be that defensive quarterback for the for the USA team. You saw in the two games, even though they lost against Nigeria and they lost against Australia, um, Bradley Bill was locking in defensively. He was. He was one of the few guys on the Team USA that looked like he was, you know, focused defensively and trying to get down the stands and defend their best player. So I want to see that from Bradley Bill, you know, and KCP can shoot the three. He can score. Amadris Harrell can score. Kyle Kuzma can score. Rui getting better. He, he's going to be able to score on the offensive side. Spencer Dinwiddie can score. He can shoot a little bit. He's more of a driver, more of a slasher, a bucket getter, um, and great at throwing lobs. He's a playmaker. He's a slasher, um, getting to the cup getting, and finishing around the rim, getting to the free throw line. So both of them going back and back, just attacking the basket. Um, they can give Bradley Bill a break, you know, on, on the offensive side. So that's what West Hill Jr. is talking about. And they can help, help him out defensively. KCP is going to be an upgrade at the defensive spot, at the shooting guard, at the guard position. He's going to be an upgrade defensively. Aaron Holiday is going to help us defensively. Kyle Kuzma was a good defender for the Lakers. The Lakers were, were the best defensive team last year per defensive rating. Um, Daniel Gafford being a shot blocker, a rim protector. So, you know, the team is built around now with guys who are better defenders, positive defenders. So, Basically, what's what what Sunso Jr. is saying that he can spend less energy on the offensive side, and we have positive defenders to help him out on the defensive side as well. You know, Bradley Bill, according to NBA tracking data, he he covered 2.62 miles on on average per game last season, good for 11th in the NBA. So he's running around. He he is similar to Ray Allen, where he's just running around, running around screens, trying to get open, running around, trying to get shots up, trying, just running around so much. See how athletic he is, Bradley Bill, running up and down the floor. He is constantly running. I will say that he is constantly running, constantly moving to get open, you know, to be a better scorer, to get the ball like that. Steph Curry, him and him and Steph Curry were battling for that scoring champion, for that scoring title. And um, you see how much Steph Curry runs around. Same thing with Bradley Bill. Um, let's get to some other quotes. He talked about Corey Kispert. He said he has a learning cur curve. He has shown progress. He has been in big moments in the college as, you know, Corey Kispert went to the NCAA championship with Gonzaga last year. He knows his strengths and his weaknesses. Uh, he talked about Rui, Rui as well, set a focal point in the Olympics, and that could definitely help Rui out, um, playing good minutes on a high stage in the Olympics. So I'm excited to hear about that. Um, he also talk, talked about the depth on the roster. Depth is a plus and not a problem. The minutes will play itself out. So a lot of the conversation this offseason has been about the minutes, you know, who's going to be starting at center, who's going to be starting at small forward, who's going to be coming off the bench, who's going to be the odd man out. All kinds of questions of, about that. Um, and then about um, near-term goals, somebody asked him about that. He said, our job is to compete and put ourselves in the best position to win nightly. I think we'll do that. I think these guys are ready to go. They're chomping at the bit. They put in the same. They put in the time, starting the season right away, that sense of urgency. That was been an issue at times. That's our priority. We want to get off on the right foot. So guys have been getting to the gym. we got a lot of new players. Got to get this chemistry going. A lot of guys have been playing five on five in open gyms and whatnot, working out together. So I love that getting the chemistry together. That's what I want to see from the Washington Wizards, from the new guys. Um, and then somebody asked him about the team's work ethic. These guys have done an unbelievable job putting in the work, being available, being here every day, whether it's the lifts, the open runs, the individual workouts they really have. And it's great to see because that's something you hope you don't have to teach. So to have them to do it on their own is great. 
Um, he also talked about the DC traffic just being back in the DMV area. So um, uh, it was a good press conference. I mean, he said all the right things. A lot of it is coach speak, but I thought he really was preaching some good things, especially things about Denny that you really, really want to see. And just some different things that we didn't see last year. Um, you know, just putting Denny in the right spots to be successful, putting Rui in the right spots to be successful. Also helping Bradley Bill on the offensive end on the and on the defensive end as well. And um, Bradley Bill, man, October 17th is when the Wizards can offer him that extension. Um, they do plan on offering that extension immediately on October 17th. Um, so, I mean, he, he does have two years left on his contract. That 2023 year is a player option, though, so keep that in mind. He could either re-sign now on October 17th when they do offer that extension for $181.5 million over four years, or he wait until next offseason for a five-year deal worth an estimated $235 million. So if he can, if he decides to opt out of that contract, he can re-sign with the Washington Wizards for five years, $235 million. That's a lot of money right there. Bring out the Brinks truck. Bring out the Brinks truck for Bradley Bill if he decides to do that, man. He will get that big deal. We'll get that big money. Um, so we'll see. Um, it's going to be a make or break year for Bradley Bill. I think the trade deadline is going to be super, super, super important. Important. Um, so we'll see. We got to this team has to convince Bradley Bill to stay in D.C., you know, and I thought we I think the Wizards brought us some good pieces. Now, Carl Anthony Towns, he's a guy that does look a little disgruntled out there in Minnesota. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We will see. I'm not I'm not. You know, I'm just, you know, kind of. You know, I'm just going to keep an eye out on that. I'm not going to say anything's going to happen, but I'm just going to keep an eye out on that car. Anthony Towns, I think he would be a great fit in the Washington Wizards right now. We'll just see the pieces that we have. We'll see how they gel. We'll see how everybody works out um, before the trade deadline. Hopefully, you know, we're looking at five games over 500. But if, there, if we're five games below 500, then it may be time to look around and see what moves need to be made. So, all right, you guys, just want to thank you guys for rocking with me today. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at EDT, triple O, F-L-A-T-T. Also, make sure you follow the Locked On Wizards um, channel on Twitter as well. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you hit the notification bell. All right, you guys. Um, and then make sure you guys check out uh, Locked On Bets. Uh, make sure you guys check out that channel as well. Make sure you guys subscribe. Betting on the NFL NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and the and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked On Bets podcast. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Wherever you get your podcast, podcast, and hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.